the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bush. I mean, I'd love to play the whole song, but I can't do that. Welcome, everyone, to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Bush's 16 Stone, Gavin Rossdale. Uh, his birthday was like a week and a half ago or something like that. I don't know. I saw it somewhere on, the, uh, on that thing we call the Internet. And so I figured, I haven't played some Bush in a while, so uh, why, not, why not drop that in there? Hey, how you doing? I hope, you're having a, uh, I hope you had a great weekend and uh, you're enjoying this Sunday night or whatever day that you're listening uh, to this program, because, of course, we do have a podcast version of the program. And we do have a great show for you tonight. We've got news and notes to get to, uh, a great guest that's going to join us uh, a little bit later from a farm, and I'll explain that in just a moment. But how can you follow me very easily? On Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email at albert at nycradio.com. Don't forget, iTunes, Google Podcasts, just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the shows on those platforms. Alexa Ready as well, Odyssey.com, iHeartRadio, and of course, the Hopped Up Network, our good friends over at the Hopped Up Network that um, link our show to the rest of the other Various programs that are on that site. Go to thehoppedupnetwork.com. You can listen to the podcast version of this show. Usually a few minutes after the live show ends, uh, you will be able to download and click and listen when you want. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, uh, Brett Bullock uh, from Screaming Hill Brewing in Brewing. Why don't I just mumble that one? Let me try that again. Brett Bullock from Screaming Hill Brewing in Cream Ridge, New Jersey, is going to join me. But he's not going to join me on the phone. He's going to join me directly from his farm. They had a race on Saturday, uh, more like a walk, but it's a race. And um, we'll talk to him about that and how proceeds uh, from that race are going to help a local food bank out. Um, And we'll get more about the farm. We'll talk to him about a number of different things. 
Uh, but it's going to come directly from the farm. We're actually going to sit in the barn, or actually stand in the barn because there's no seats there, and we're going to have a quick little discussion uh, about what's going on at Screaming Hill, including the collab that's coming up between them and Source. You don't want to miss out on that. Uh, I actually have dates as to when uh, the beer from Source and Screaming Hill are coming out. I'll give that to you in our next segment, uh, along with the collab between Bolero and Source. And, of course, portions of this program brought to you by Source Brewing. Get your beer directly from the Source. Beautiful farm brewing in Colts Neck, New Jersey, right off of Route 34, right next to the legendary Delicious Orchards. Now, talk about a beer that is out of this world. Well, I'm going to tell you, Samuel Adams, official beer of Inspiration4, launching Spacecraft. It's a beer brewed from 66 pounds of hops that traveled over 300 miles above Earth on the first ever all-civilian space mission last month, um, which last month I believe they're referring to as September because this press release came out in October, and we are in November. The orbited hops led to a stellar West Coast-style IPA, a firm bitterness and tropical notes of grapefruit, guava, and passion fruit, Uh, mosaic citra hops as well, uh, which traveled not only to space and back, but to the Sam Adams Boston Brewery with the Inspiration4 crew for a special collaborative brew day. Sam Adams uh, answered the call to join the Inspiration4 mission on social media. They turned to the fans to help them name the beer of such cosmic proportions. Together with the Inspiration4 crew, they reviewed over 5,000 submissions to land on the perfect name to represent this beer's epic journey, and it's called Spacecraft. It is a special release that will be available in select markets starting Tuesday, November 16th. That is time to the expected peak of the Leonoid uh, meteor shower uh, at Sam Adams Boston Brewery and Tap Rooms and GiveThemBeer.com. The Spacecraft four-pack costs $22.33. Why the specific price? It's an homage to the Inspiration4 crew's Historic space flight, which lasted two days, 23 hours, and three minutes. Pre-order for the brew uh, began on October 29th. You just go to samueladams.com slash spacecraft if you want to pre-order the beer. I don't know if there are pre-orders still available, but this is definitely something to check out. I am hoping to get a sample of this if I can. If not, I will try and find it at my local store. Hops that were already that were in space for a couple of days and then came back to Earth and they used it to brew the beer. I'm intrigued. I'm a big fan of the space program. Uh, it was actually my dream before I became um, a radio host uh, to be an astronaut. Um, and a, a quick brief explanation, when I was 12, I got to see uh, the third space shuttle flight take off in Florida. Um, it just really, I mean, even before that, I wanted to be an astronaut. But that was the thing that kind of solidified me a little bit, saying, this is what I want to do. Unfortunately, my eyesight is, was terrible. Uh, and so I couldn't fly, and I'm not that smart in math, So, which we discovered pretty much right after I was 12 when I couldn't tackle algebra for anything. And um, so I decided that wasn't for me, and it was at that um, space shuttle flight that I recorded the space flight and had my sixth-grade class listen to it, and uh, the response that I got made me say, hey, I could do this for a living, and lo and behold, 40-something years later, here I am. So there you go. Uh, Moving along, bourbon lovers, beer fans, uh, raising a glass to the release of the 2021 edition of Brooklyn Black Ops. That's a collaboration from Four Roses Distillery based in Kentucky and, of course, New York's Brooklyn Brewery. The limited-release beer aged in Four Roses small-batch bourbon barrels hand-selected by Four Roses master distiller Brent Elliott. 
uh, is on shelves across the country right now. We had a chance to um, interview Brent uh, a couple of years ago at the brewery, which was a lot of fun, and I want to thank Laura Badish and her group uh, for putting that together. That was awesome. And also for the sample that I received, and I'll tell you what that sample is all about, the Vintage of Brooklyn Black Ops. Of course, a Russian imperial stout, it offers a silky texture, combines notes of cocoa nibs with rich vanilla aromatics that are punctuated by this year's high ABV of 12.9%. It is also the first time that this vintage of Brooklyn Black Ops is canned. The limited-release beer will be sold in 16-ounce four-packs. Normally, it used to come in a bottle. Now it's coming out in four-packs. As uh, Brooklyn Brewery brewmaster Garrett Oliver says, the depth and complexity of Brooklyn Black Ops Remains as unique as ever, like Four Roses Small Batch Bourbon itself. This beer delivers many layers of oak, malt, and fruit flavors and is a perfect pairing for many desserts. Uh, it is the third edition aged in Four Roses barrels, resulting from the partnership which began in 2019. Of course, that's when we interviewed Brent. Uh, at Black Ops 2021, Brooklyn Black Ops, available in very limited quantities. Wherever Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Brewery is available beginning now, of approximately 4,000 cases will be sold in the United States at suggested retail price of $19.99. Once they're gone, that's it. It's gone. Um, so uh, the Baddish Group, uh, and Laura Baddish, thank you, uh, for sending me over uh, a can of the of the beer, along with two small little airplane bottles of the Four Roses Small Batch Bourbon. So uh, looking forward to diving into that. Uh, that is definitely one of those fire beers, and since I have one can, I am going to share it with a few people. It's one of those things where... You know, if a fire is going and you pour it between amongst friends, and maybe we'll punctuate it a little bit later with a little nip from the small batch bourbon from Four Roses. That would be a nice, very nice nightcapper. So thank you, Laura. Thank you, Brooklyn Brewery. And thank you, Four Roses uh, for Bourbon, for the samples. That was great. Ecliptic Brewing has opened their second location. It's the Moon Room. They did that this past week. The company has already be, uh, begun brewing beer in that production facility. It's the first time it will welcome guests into its new tap room in southeast Portland. The space darker and moodier than Ecliptic's original mothership brewery in North Portland. It aims to create an updated space vibe and transport guests, of course, over the age of 21 to the moon. Patio area accommodates up to 86 people, weather permitting. It's an extensive tap list. Eventually, they'll have an extensive tap list on there as the draft system holds up to 30 handles. It allows for Moon Room exclusive beers, barrel-to-aged projects, and more beer options from Ecliptic's Cosmic Collaboration Partners. Um, They're also presenting a sizable gin-focused cocktail program, an idea born from owner and brewmaster John Harris during the pandemic. As he experimented at home with his favorite liquor, says Harris, gin is a botanical paradise. We will aim to showcase our beer and also the world of gin, martinis, negronis, and the understated gin and tonic will all be elevated here at the Moon Room. Um, look for a nice list of gins and how different these classics can be interpreted, as well as modern gin cocktails. They're going to have a food trailer stationed right outside the building. The menu is going to rotate every six weeks. will include fresh local and seasonal ingredients. The first full day that it was open to the public was Saturday, November 6th. Um, They are um, closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. They're open Wednesday and Thursday from 4 to 10, and then Friday and Saturday, noon to 10, Sunday, noon to 8. They're at 930 Southeast Oak Street in Portland, Oregon. So kudos to Ecliptic uh, for getting their new brewery up and running. Uh, Brew Pub, I guess, because they'll have food outside. Now, when we come back after a short break, more news and notes from around the beer world. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. 
the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, God Part 2. No, I have not had an epiphany. From U2's Rattle and Hum, uh, just this past week, back in 1988, my senior year of high school. Actually, I had already graduated high school. I was already in college when this um, particular CD came out. This album was released uh, earlier this week in 1988, and I am uh, pretty dumb, so uh, to do the math... For me, would be I don't know thirty five, thirty something. It's thirty, I don't know thirty three years, thirty four years, something like that. I don't know. I have another high school reunion coming up soon. I have to put that together, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, Rattle and Hum, this was U 2s attempt at uh, going more blues. Obviously, they did a song with BB uh, King. Um, the, uh, when Love Comes to Town, Angel of Harlem was a big hit uh, on this. Uh, you know, a couple of different songs that they came out on this. A particular album, but it was it was, but cri- panned by the critics as not very good. And then they would come out with Octung Baby" uh, just a couple of years later. So um, I enjoyed "Rattle and Hum." I enjoyed the documentary. The documentary came out. The CD comes out at the same time. I actually enjoyed it. I remember going to the movie theater to see it uh, with friends of mine, and everybody was holding up lighters as if it was a, an actual concert. Uh, it was hysterical. This is when you could actually bl- bring in lighters to a movie theater and not set off the fire alarms. Anyway, coming up uh, in just under 10 minutes, Brett Bullock from Screaming Hill uh, Brewing in Cream Ridge, New Jersey, is going to join me. We're actually, the next segment will be from the farm. Uh, Yesterday, they did the the backyard, uh, the the backyard, was it the backyard? The back road ramble, back road ramble. Um, And I interviewed Brett uh, after the race. They'd opened the brewery early. It was a half kilometer run, uh, all of it to raise money. Uh, to help out farmers. So we're going to talk to Brett about that, a couple of other things as well. Uh, so we will do that in just under 10 minutes from now. I've been talking about it for a while. Of course, portions of the program uh, brought to you not only by Bolero Snort over in Carlstadt, New Jersey, uh, where you can get your beer right before you go to a game, uh, Jets and Giants, and I, I understand both teams are not playing well. But if you order your beer on a Friday uh, from Bolero Snort, they will have it ready for you Sunday, uh, 9 a.m. Pull up, drop the beer in your car, boom, go right to your tailgate. Uh, it, it's fantastic. And, of course, Portions as well, brought to you by Source Brewing. Get your beer directly from the source over in uh, off Route 34 in beautiful Cold Snake, New Jersey. So the Bolero folks, the Source folks, they're all going to be at Bolero Snort Friday night, December 10th. Uh, we're going to get set for the Army-Navy game at MetLife Stadium on Saturday the 11th. We're going to have a live broadcast from 8 to 9 p.m. at Bolero Snort. 316 20th Street in Carlstadt, New Jersey. It'll be rebroadcast at its usual Sunday night slot at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, hopefully we'll have Rich DeMarco on from Army Football to preview the game. We'll talk to the guys from Bolero Snort as well as from Source. The collab stout that both breweries are putting together. It'll be going in the hopper in the next week or so. Uh, think uh, pastry stout. Think cookies. Think, um, think, think along those lines, kind of a bake sale kind of thing. Um, we're going to have a few surprises as well. If you come to the event, you got a chance to win a pair of Army-Navy tickets for the Saturday, December 11th game at MetLife Stadium. You have to be at the brewery in order to be eligible to win. We're also encouraging everyone that comes 
bring a new unwrapped toy. We're donating to the Hackensack Fire Department and the Youth Consultation Services of Hackensack, which is very, very cool. The Source Scream and Hill collab is also going to be coming out that same week. It's going to be a Dunkel-style beer. We'll get more on that from Brett Bullock coming up in our next segment. So, again, we're going to have a bunch of different beers coming out from Bolero and Source and Screaming Hill. And it's all going to be coming out on, fr- on Friday, December 10th, which is really cool. Now, on July 15th, an all-star cast of Paso Robles winemakers convened at the Firestone Walker uh, Brewery for an annual summer rite, the blending of the brewery's next anniversary ale. Firestone 25 is out now. It is a masterwork of flavor and complexity blended from five distinct ales aged in bourbon, brandy, and tequila barrels. Uh, it is out now again in stores. I cannot wait to get a bottle of this and try it. The great thing that I love that Firestone Walker does is all of their anniversary ales, they're 12-ounce bottles. It's not a big bottle. If you want to drink it by yourself, you can. If you want to share it, you can. It's it's one of those things where uh, I enjoy it, um, and I think it's really cool uh, that they do this, and I cannot wait uh, to uh, to pick up a bottle of this 25th anniversary ale and try it. It's going to be awesome. Sonic Hard Seltzer has expanded to six new markets. Uh, they were previously in just Oklahoma only, which I believe is where Sonic is based. Uh, but now it is in Texas, Kansas, Arkansas, Nebraska, Missouri, and Arizona. Uh, two variety packs, Tropical and Citrus. Tropical Variety Pack uh, features Ocean Water, Melon Medley, Mango Guava, and Orange Pineapple. The Citrus uh, Variety Pack is Cherry Limeade, Original Limeade, Classic Lemonade, and Lemon Berry. 100 calories, 1 gram of sugar per can. It's a gluten-free seltzer, 5% ABV. A Sonic Heart Seltzer, not available at Sonic Drive-In locations, just so you know, Okay. Uh, for more information, sonicheartseltzer.com in those six new markets inc- and make it seven because that includes uh, Oklahoma as well. Our friends from Trogues have once again teamed up with the giant company and Caputo Brothers Creamery of Spring Grove, Pennsylvania, to de- debut a fourth limited edition beer cheese. Now, this time they're using the brewery's newest year-round beer, Grand Cacao Chocolate Stout, like the other three cheeses, Grand Cacao Beer Cheese, made with milk from Pennsylvania Dairy Farms. Um, So it's a great pairing of two local groups to put uh, all of these things together here. It starts with 100% Pennsylvania cow's milk at Caputo's York County Creamery. Cheesemakers bathe the curds in Grand Cacao, which features notes of milk chocolate, roasty grain, and hints of sweet cream. Then they add a Calabrian pepperoncini, which adds flecks of color in what Rin calls an elevated spiciness. Anybody who's had pepperoncini knows that it's a spicy pepper. Uh, the result is a sweet and creamy cheese with bright pops of heat and subtle chocolate notes. Uh, again, it is uh, available now while supplies last at Giant Martins and Giant Heirloom Market locations in Pennsylvania. Uh, select beer cheeses are also available for delivery via CaputoBrothersCreamery.com or in person at Trogues Brewery. You can pick up the cheese there, so kudos to our good friends from uh, Trogues, as well as Grand, uh, as well as uh, what is it, Mad Elf Beer Cheese, as well, and uh, kudos to the Caputo Brothers, as well as Giant uh, Company, which is a, a really big supermarket chain in Pennsylvania. Our friends from Stone, and thanks uh, to uh, Lizzie from Stone uh, for sending this information over. Stone's uh, Twelve Days of IPAs. This is a holiday twelve pack. It features twelve individual beers. Ranging from new recipes to year-round staples, archive fan favorites from one of the most famous IPA breweries in the world. Uh, you can give it as a gift, keep it for yourself, and drink it. Again, 12 different IPAs. 
So highlights uh, of these beers, the brand new Stone Hazy IPA. It's a 6.7% juice bomb. You got Stone's Grapefruit Slam IPA, an 8%er, pulled from the archives, bitter, zesty, grapefruit appeal. Very funny. Stone's Japanese Green Tea IPA. This is a 10.1% beer. It is, as they say, the perfect execution of tea and beer. And then Stone's Sublimely Self-Righteous Black IPA. That's at 8.7%. Uh, this is Stone's most requested archive beer of all time. I've had the, the Self-Righteous Black IPA. It's a really good black IPA. Uh, it is definitely uh, worth uh, picking up. Again, Stone has been in business now for 25 years, which is pretty cool. And so this Stone 12 Days of IPA, you can pick this up. It's got 12 individual IPAs. Of course, the classic Stone IPA is in there as well, along with others. 12 different beers. That's very cool. Kudos to Stone. South Norte Beer uh, It has a uh, South Norte Sirena. It's a crisp 4.5% ABV dark lager with malty, tasty sweetness and a hint of easy drinking chocolate. That is out now wherever you can get uh, South Norte uh, Beer. And then our friends from Lukey Brewery, this is really cool. So Lukey Brewery and Flight Company Brewing, Brewing have teamed up to create All Veterans Ale. It's, it was created by Lukey Brewer Michael Buchowski. I'm sure I'm butchering his name. Uh, both locations are going to tap the beer on Veterans Day this coming Thursday, November 11th. And thank you, Shea Franz, uh, for sending this over, uh, this information. This is really cool. A dollar of every pint of this beer will support the Wounded Warrior Project, which is a nonprofit that supports veterans and active duty service members. Uh, Buchowski, uh, uh, Buch- Buchowski or Buchowski? I should have found out the uh, correct pronunciation of his name. I'm, I apologize, Michael. Uh, he was a, pri- a private pilot and a drone pilot. He first became acquainted with a flight company brewing when he was searching for a space to host a pilot meeting. So they got together uh, and they talked about doing this veterans-themed beer, uh, he says his family has a long tradition of military service dating back to World War II. He himself is a military veteran, 23 years of service, including two combat tours. He retired as a lieutenant colonel, uh, and he understands the sacrifices that military service members endure. All Veterans Ale is a 5.8% ABV American Pale Ale designed and brewed, uh, of course, by a military veteran in collaboration with Flight Company Brewing. AVA features a veterans hop blend from Yakima Chief Hops, that provides citrus and stone fruit character as well as a slight bitterness from Cascade and Centennial hops. A dollar of every pint, again, will support the Wounded Warrior Project and their mission to support veterans and active duty service members. The beer will be available at both Lukey Brewery and Flight Company Brewing on November 11th, and it will continue on into the weekend, which is really cool. Uh, We're hoping to have Michael Buchowski on the program next week to talk about this. This is a really important cause to help support veterans, and I'm only too happy to do that. So thanks to the folks at Lukey and Flight Company Brewing uh, for putting this together. Now, when we come back after a short break, I will be with Brett Bullock at Screaming Hill Brewery on the farm at Bullock Farms. We will talk about the back road ramble. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. We're coming to you from a different little spot today from a farm, a beautiful farm. In Cream Ridge, New Jersey, and my next guest on this program has been on this program a number of times before, and today they did a race that, let's face it, folks, anybody can do. It's an easy race. It's only a half a kilometer. If you can walk from your couch to the bathroom, you can do this race. I mean, that's how I look at it, but let me welcome in 
to the program uh, for the third or fourth time. I can't remember because, yes, folks, I have uh, been imbibing just a little bit. Brett Bullock from Screaming Hill Brewery. Brett, how are you? I'm doing awesome, Al. Thank you for having me and thank you for coming out today. Oh, uh, this, was, this was fantastic. I am here because of the back road ramble. This is a race that you guys put on uh, that was just a half a kilometer. Uh, we saw a lot of um, impressive athletes today. A little bit of trash talking. Uh, some disqualifications yep. uh, for not walking properly. Um, but let's talk about the um, organization that you guys are helping out, and that's Farms Against Hunger. Yeah, uh, so Farmers Against Hunger is an organization that we've raised money for a number of times. It's a, uh, an organization that we feel strongly about. It's a part of the New Jersey Agricultural Society. Um, so what they do is they have a group of volunteers that go around uh, during the growing season. They work with over 50 farms throughout the state of New Jersey. And their volunteers go through farmers' fields and help pick crops um, after the farmer has picked what's saleable, they take the rest of the stuff and they secure that healthy local food for people that are in need. And they distribute it to people that um, are, are in need of food. So it's a great way to get healthy food options to people in need of food. And are we talking about food banks just in Monmouth County or are we talking about food banks all across the state? They're all over the state. Um, as far as I know, they work all over the state of New Jersey. Um, and as I said, I think they work with over 50 farms, um, and, and through the help of a lot of volunteers, they were able to get, get all that done. And, you know, bottom line, without farms, there's no food and certainly no beer. Um, and farms have been struggling during this pandemic. And so, and families have been struggling during this pandemic, whether you work on a farm or you don't work on a farm, whether you're working in a, you know, traveling back and forth to New York city, a lot of the food banks were depleted because of people staying home. And this is a vital resource to people all throughout the state of New Jersey, right? Yeah, for sure. When we when we started planning this event, this idea was an it was an idea that was brought to us by one of our regulars, and we we thought, all right, we're going to do it, but we need to find an, a, a charity that we want to raise money about uh, for a charity that we care about, and this is always the one that comes to mind for us because it's you know uh, people in need of food. There's a lot of that going on right now with the pandemic, and we we just wanted to be able to do our tiny little part to help, and I, I think it worked out great, and our customers came in huge we accepted non-perishable food items today and we were able to raise a ton of those and a ton of money so hopefully today's event event will be able to do a ton of good for, for a lot of people let's talk about the money raised how much money was raised today for this event we were able to raise a little over six thousand dollars today to to donate to farmers against hunger that is awesome and if you want to donate njagsociety.org if you want to help out uh obviously they need money but they also need volunteers to yeah. help pick uh, the stuff on the farm, if you can donate a couple of hours, you know, on certain days when they're going down uh, to pick, you know, uh, these, you know, goods that the farm may not be able to sell but can, are still usable and they're still edible, um, they really need your help. We're talking with Brett Bullock. He's the owner-operator of Screaming Hill Brewing uh, in beautiful Cream Ridge, New Jersey. For more info on the brewery, you just go to ScreamingHill.com. Uh, just leave off the G there on the Screaming. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer coming to you right from the farm now. Eternal Optimist was the winner, but not without some controversy from Eternal Optimist. Yeah, there was a lot of contention about some of the races today. A mm -hmm. lot of uh, a lot of hard feelings, right? Uh, but in the end, I think I think the winner finally did prevail. And you know, Brett, you guys competed as well. Um, I, I believe your uh, your race's name was the sixteen ounces to freedom. Was we ended correct? up going with sixty four ounces. Oh, sixty four ounces. Yes, excuse me, because that's uh, closer to freedom. More and ounces. Four, and if you add up four sixteen <laughs> ounces and four. Com competitors okay i got that um but also 
Uh, Deadweight Anna didn't make an appearance. So tell me a little bit about Deadweight <laughs> Anna. She seemed to be a very big focal point of the race. Yeah, here. so Deadweight Anna is one of our fantastic staff members who was not able to make it today. So she was here in spirit through form of a, of a skeleton with her face uh, <laughs> taped to the front of said skeleton. And right. every, every winning team was able to get a f- photo with her. And she was... Still ended up being a huge part of the day, even though she couldn't make it. Absolutely. And that group photo uh, that you guys took at the end at the finish line, uh, which we'll, we'll post up on Instagram and on Facebook as well as Twitter, um, you had uh, your photographer up up in the air pretty high. We, we lifted him about 14 feet in a, uh, in a forklift, which we weren't sure he was going to be okay with, but... <laughs> Jose said he was okay with it, and we lifted him up. Everything was safe. He was in a cage, and it worked out fantastic. That's good. And I'm, and I'm sure you're more than happy with the turnout today. Obviously, we talked about that. But how awesome was it to get a lot of the sponsors uh, to be able to contribute as well? It was amazing to get all these all these partners that we've worked with and people that we know that just, that just said yes immediately when we told them what we were doing and what we were trying to raise money for. All these corporate sponsors just, you know, uh, said yes immediately and wanted to get involved and um, just really, really, really excited to have all them involved in in the day. And we're talking with Brett Bullock, the owner-operator of Screaming Hill Brewing, uh, located in beautiful Cream Ridge, New Jersey. The Ramble On event, the first annual Ramble On event. Um, Certainly we're talking about doing this again next year. We're going to have a lot more competitors. In fact, I am definitely going to get a team involved in this. And my goal is to have the most non-athletic overweight people (laughs) to be involved in the event so that they can kind of creep towards the finish line because let's face it everybody is a winner here at this race right everybody's a winner it's just a really fun event that literally anybody can that can take part in and just just raising money for a great cause and 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 a really fun event yeah it was it was certainly a fun event we had uh people were carving up before the race whether it was beer whether it was donuts um you know or other snacks that they brought along to carb up so that was really important as well But let's talk, uh, you know, you had your pumpkin season here. Um, Obviously, you have the brewery, and that's open uh, on Fridays and Saturdays. But for folks that don't know, you guys also sell Christmas trees. We do. So we open the day after Thanksgiving for Cut Your Own Christmas Tree season. We've got uh, a huge selection. We've got about 15 acres of Christmas trees to choose from. uh, So people can come out, pick their Christmas tree. They can cut it themselves. We can cut it down for them. Um, and we have a little gift shop where we have uh, some homemade crafts and some other gifts for people to uh, to choose from. Um, so at Christmas time is always a fun, always a fun time of year on the farm. Has the supply chain um, issue that has been affecting people all over the country has it affected any of your operations? Oh, it's uh, affected everything. Really, it's hard to get everything. Uh, in fact, we typically buy in a lot of Christmas trees that we're not able to sell to sort of subsidize uh, our fields. And this year, we're just not really able to get them, so we're we're only bringing in a very small amount. Uh, and um, yeah, the the supply chain thing has been a real it has been an issue. When you order things, you you just have to assume that you can't have a lot of confidence that it's going to show up when you need it. So right. So you have to deal with. It. So the, the 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 thing, folks, is if you're going to order something for Christmas, obviously you don't order a Christmas tree. Although maybe you do order a Christmas tree, but get it in ahead of time because yeah. you're going to be waiting a long while. Talking with uh, Brett Bullock. Owner-operator Screaming Hill Brewing. We're right here on the farm located in Cream Ridge, New Jersey on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. We've got a collab coming up between you guys and Source Brewing, a Dunkel. Any updates on how that beer is shaping up? I've got to touch base with those guys because we should be getting close to ready for that one, and I'm really excited to taste it. That's going to be a really cool beer. I was talking with Greg uh, from Source a couple of weeks ago, and he said they're they're just about getting ready. I believe the release date is going to be right when we're doing... 
uh, the release with Bolero Snort. We're doing they're doing a pastry stout with them, so I think they're trying to combine it to release all of them cool. at the same time, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but I was excited on that day that you know you guys were down there and we were you know raking out the corn and the corn tasted amazing just coming out of it. Very very cool addition yeah. to that beer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was a lot of fun. Now Thanksgiving is right around the corner. What is the best part of the holiday for you? Oh man. Um... The best part of the holiday for me is I think just having everybody out to the farm. The Christmas tree season brings like such a, you know, everybody's kind of, it's a really exciting time of year. Everybody's in a, in a good mood when they're coming out for Christmas trees right. and just being able to see people bring the families out, get the Christmas tree, come over, get some beers. And it's just a, it's a pretty happy time of year. And just seeing all the customers being able to, being able to come in and enjoy both of those things is a lot of fun. And what do you got coming up uh, in the brewery over the next uh, several months? We've got some darker stuff going. First of all, this English... This ESB that I'm drinking here is fantastic. That's one of my favorites. That's the Grumpy Farmer. We'll have that on through the winter. And then we're actually planning on brewing some new lagers this winter. We're doing a new amber lager. Um, we're working on a um, like a rye dark kind of lager for later in the winter. So okay. we're actually getting pretty excited about doing some new lagers for this winter. Um, and, uh, and just experimenting with new fun stuff. Sounds like a lot of fun. Brett. I want to thank you for having me out here today. This was, oh, by the way, the, the, the line of the day, and I, and I don't know if, you know, the, uh, every race that, that happened, there was an interview afterwards. First off, your, uh, your MC, Alani McCluskey, I believe, yes. um, yeah. he did a phenomenal job. But the line of the day, I have to say, was the, um, the, one of the people from Kaylee's Aliens who said she was a state worker. She had plenty of time to practice. <laughs> yeah. I thought, that was, I thought that was brilliant. Apparently, a lot of the state workers having to work from home. Yeah. Um, so she was able to really limber up yeah. and get ready for this race. She really dialed it in, yeah. being a state worker. She did a great job. <laughs> yeah. Listen, over $6,000 was raised here for um, Farmers Against... Uh, was it Farmers Against Hunger? You got it. Yeah, all right. So, see, again, folks, I'm drinking a little. <laughs> Please don't mind me. NJAGsociety.org. If you want to help out, you want to make a monetary donation, you want to make a food donation, or... Let's face it, you want to help these guys out when they're picking uh, food up at the farm and having to harvest, whether it's corn or apples or uh, potatoes, whatever it is, uh, you can help them out. Just go to njagsociety.org if you want to help, Brent. Brett, thanks so much for having me out at the farm. I am definitely going to enter the race next year. It was awesome having you out. Thank you so much for coming out. You got out. it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Come on, you know this song. The band's called Europe. It's the final countdown. Maybe one of the overplayed songs in arenas, anthems. But a, a good band, nonetheless. I, I used to rip on these guys because I didn't think they were that great. But they, they actually have more stuff than just this album in the final countdown. I actually got to see them back in 1986. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast. On AM 970, the answer, yes, I am dating myself uh, with the uh, heavy metal selections. But, yeah, I, I actually got a chance to see Europe uh, back in 1986. And I have to tell you, not a bad band. And an interesting night nonetheless. And I will not be revealing the rest of the details of that evening. Now, uh, we are in the final segment of the program, of course. Final countdown, suds and duds. 
Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AGCraftBeerCast, email at AlbertG at NYCRadio.com. We're on iTunes and Google uh, Podcasts. We're all over the place, Odyssey.com, Hopped Up Network. Uh, you know, the list is long. But anyway, let us dive into Suds and Duds uh, as we do on our final segment uh, of the program every week. Uh, Green Yield, Drownlands Brewery. This is a solid Nice, slightly juicy, little hop giddy-up to it. That's how I described it on Untapped, of which you can follow me at Gatulo. Uh, if you'd like to follow me there and had this on draft to Paragon Tap and Table, um, excellent job. I probably reviewed these two last week. I, for some reason, I seem like I feel like I, I reviewed them already. But um, Fifth Orbit by KCBC, King County Brewers Collective, juicy and a hazy beer, delicious. Uh, and then one that I wanted to get to... Um, the Hops for Hopes by Lost Tavern Brewing, Bands is what they called it, Hops for Hope. Uh, it was a great cause, a juicy IPA, delicious. And I didn't get a chance um, to mention how much money that the 6th Annual Hops for Hopes uh, raised for pediatric cancer. They raised $40,000. 40000 So that is pretty darn awesome that they were able to raise all of that money uh, for kids with pediatric cancer. Pretty awesome. Uh, I'm sorry, but that is just, I love that. When it's it's causes for cancer that are near and dear to my heart, there's a new cancer test that's out. It um, came out this week that is supposed to be a prescription only. Uh, insurance doesn't cover it and apparently can detect a lot of early cancers, uh, like pancreatic cancer and things of that nature by a, a blood test. Cost costs $950 to run the test. And it's not covered by insurance. How stupid is that from the, the insurance companies? $1,000, cover it insurance. It can detect the cancer early. These people could get drugs to survive. Maybe it's a surgery, whatever it is, for 1000 bucks, and insurance isn't going to cover it. Disgraceful. It's absolutely disgraceful. Bottom line. And, and I'm going to get off my soapbox uh, from there. But, you know, a cancer near and dear to my heart. Uh, because I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor now for five years with Hodgkin's lymphoma, and um, I will continue to fight uh, for people that have cancer to help raise money for cancer, um, to help to get the, the you know the right the, the, the whether it's drugs or money or whatever it is. Um, you know, I, I'll put this out there. If you'd like me to support your uh, campaign, you need a little help. Email me albertgnnycradio.com. I will point you in the right direction or I will do my best to help support uh, whatever it is that you're fighting when it comes to uh, cancer. Bulloween uh, by Bolero Snort. If you like cherries and sours, it's banging. Uh, vanilla and raspberry in this as well. I loved it. It's delicious. Um, it's one of those that kind of pours thick in the glass and boy, I'll tell you, I enjoyed every single sip of this one. The boys at Bolero Snort are just doing a kick-butt job uh, for sure. Now, I had an opportunity to go into Pennsylvania a couple weeks ago uh, to visit um, a couple breweries. My wife wanted to see some fall foliage. So we took a ride up to uh, Lake Wall and Pawpack in the Poconos. Got a chance to stop at Wall and Pawpack Brewing uh, for the first time. Uh, delicious food there. Huge, big space. And I should have really contacted um, uh, the owner, Becky, and let her know that I was coming. And it was one of those last-minute things. We really weren't sure where we were going. And I didn't want to... Um, say that I was coming and then cancel, but I, I got a you know got a chance to stop there. Uh, had a flight uh, of a couple of different beers 
First up, Pilot, the five-grain lager. Uh, it was an uh, kind of an upscale uh, Budweiser uh, to me. Real good. Um, definitely something you'd bring to a bunch of people that don't really drink craft beer and have them enjoy it. Uh, then I had the uh, Dunkelweizen, uh, which is a, a really was my favorite of the bunch out of the samplers. Bready, slight banana, nice hit of chocolate malt on the back end, uh, delicious. My wife enjoyed that one as well. Uh, a very good beer. The Holy Hefeweizen, uh, a solid drinkable Hefeweizen. Uh, not the best that I've ever had, but certainly something that is drinkable. I uh, then had the Pow Pack uh, Cream Ale. Um, that's the one that I didn't like out of the four. Um, soapy is the best way that I could describe that beer. I didn't really enjoy it um, uh, the way that I would, and I don't know why uh, that is. The Kettle Wrecker, though, uh, Doppelbach that was strong, had good flavor, delicious. Really enjoyed that one uh, a lot and um, was very happy with that one. And then we took a ride um, through Hawley, which is where my grandmother and grandfather on my mother's side had built a house many, many years ago. Uh, went up uh, right before Lucan's uh, family resort. Their house was there. The house is still there. It hasn't changed. It is exactly the same. Um, it's amazing to me how there are a lot of new things in that area, but a lot of things that have stayed the same. The general store is still there. The Pollock's Bakery is not there anymore, but so many different things that are still there that just, you know, nostalgia and memories for me. I remember sitting on my grandmother's lawn, headphones on in the early 80s, listening to uh, Rush's Signals album. That's the kind of, that's the memory that I had as a kid, and I still remember it and could picture it laying on the grass just listening uh, to that album. Anyway, uh, on the way back, we stopped at Hopping Eagle Brewing, um, started off with their uh, Oktoberfest, just an okay Marzen, uh, nothing spectacular, it was okay. Um, then uh, we had a taste of, before we headed back home, The Devil's Well uh, by, Hopping, uh, by Hopping Eagle. Uh, not a good beer. Uh, raspberry sour note at the end of it. It really, honestly, my wife and I couldn't finish it. We had to put it down and leave. And I was, I was sad because I liked the tasting room, had a very nice feel to it. Um, but was not thrilled about the beers that were there. I just, uh, we were just kind of disappointed. There was another brewery that I wanted to get to in nearby Honesdale, but we didn't get a chance uh, to get over there. Uh, so unfortunately, um, we had to come back without uh, without stopping over there. And again, you know, you're driving a considerable distance. Um, you know, I, you don't want to get too banged up because we were certainly not staying overnight. So, you know, what are you going to do here? But anyway. Um, uh, you know, a, a great trip nonetheless. We had a really good time, and, um, you know, it was nice to uh, catch up with a couple of these Pennsylvania breweries that I have not yet been to yet. Um, I want to thank everybody, uh, you know, for the help on the show, but I also want to thank the folks over at Screaming Hill, Brett and his uh, his guys. Um, thank you so much for having me uh, for the backyard uh, Back Road Ramble. Uh, what a great, great race, uh, an effort of race. It's a slightly uphill, half-K Speed walk relay uh, to trounce hunger. I mean, this was a great event. We had such a good time on the farm. They had uh, all these different prizes that were awarded the most creative bib, bib most likely made by a small child, the worst speed walking, uh, walking farm, which probably would have been me if I had entered the contest, best farm theme bib, the best costume, a beer theme bib, the best speed walking form. Uh, but all of this. Uh, proceeds from the day donated to Farmers Against Hunger. Um, this is very important. Look, folks, without farms, we don't have beer. Without farms, we don't have food. 
Uh, these are important things um, to give to and to give back to. So it is important that if you can if you can donate a little bit of money to these causes, it really helps. And every single penny helps. Uh, we've seen during this pandemic um, people that are out of work were out of work, people that are still out of work, um, people having to scrape and get by and you know going to their local food banks uh, to get food. but those things need to be replenished. And any dollar amount is, you know, again, is not small. I mean, again, if you can, 10 bucks, 20 dollars, 50, 100, whatever you can donate, it's important. You know, we donate to a lot of causes, or we try to. But food banks are probably the most important thing. And farmers against, and farmers, uh, against hunger, this is a big one in, in, uh, in New Jersey. So uh, if you have the opportunity to donate, do so. It really helps people, and by giving back, makes you feel good, too. Come on. That's important. Again, my thanks to everybody involved. Brett Bullock from Screaming Hill Brewing uh, and your, your guys down there in Cream Ridge, thank you so much. Check out the barn. Check out the beer. It is fantastic. Christmas trees coming up soon, coming up soon on the farm. You want to get a fresh-cut Christmas tree, I'll certainly get it and get them early because with all these supply chains, uh, chain issues that we have, you might not get that, that gift that you want. You might not get that Christmas tree that you want because of the supply chain problem in this country. And that's not only you know for beer, it's for other things as well. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I'm back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.